Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. How is your 2023 going so far? I am doing wonderful. Life is good. And one reason is I have been working towards a certain fitness goal that I started last August. It's something that I committed to last August and I've been building momentum with it. And it's actually a place in my fitness that I have been before a few years back. And it got away from me. Like that version of me disappeared for a while and I realized I really missed her. And so I'm going back to being her and I'll let you know how it plays out. But basically There's a certain hiking trail up a mountain near where I live that I have a personal best time on, and I'm aiming to get back to that personal best on that hike. So I'll let you know what happens, but um, it's been involving me uh, recommitting to certain practices in my fitness, certain consistencies, and re-becoming that version of me. So that's where I'm at right now. That's one of the things that's going really well for me. And yeah, so today I want to talk about creating your healthiest, most nourished self in 2023. And I think it's really tempting, especially this time of year to say, you know what, I'm just going to go on a diet and I'm going to lose some weight or I'm going to restrict my food in a certain way for a while and eat really clean, whatever it might be, and I'm going to lose some weight. All with the hope that once you lose the weight, everything is going to be easy and you're just naturally going to find that balance and keep the weight off for good. But what typically happens if you do it that way 99% of the time is when you're dieting or restricting food and trying to basically force yourself to control your eating and to lose weight in a way that is separate from what feels really good to you and what feels right for you and your body, your body's natural innate wants and needs is that you trigger survival mechanisms in that lower portion of the brain, that primal part of our brain that actually will drive you to think about food more, to focus on food more, and then to crave food more. And ultimately, because of this feeling of over-desire for food, you end up eating more in the long run, not less. So yes, you may be able to force restriction, so to speak, go on a diet for a while and lose weight. Many of you have probably done that. But if you are forcing the food restriction and it's not coming from a natural feeling sort of process, a natural way of being sort of process, the weight will very likely eventually come back on. Your eating is going to go back to the way it's always been, that sort of thing. 
And I'm sure that I'll talk more about this on future episodes, but if you're interested specifically in learning about why this overeating happens because of restriction, in my book, It's Just Food, I have a chapter explaining the different reasons why, both physiological reasons and psychological reasons that dieting causes us to end up eating more in the long run and ultimately regain weight that we've lost. But today, I just want to really talk about creating something new for yourself in 2023 when it comes to your health and wellness around food. And to start, I want to reflect on or have you reflect on last year or a past year or a past time in your life. And think about something that worked out well for you, something that you accomplished or achieved, and it worked out quite easily for you, and it's still going well for you. And so I want you to reflect on that moment in your life. The more recent, the better, probably, but maybe not. And think of an achievement, and then... I want you to think about and reflect on what were the thoughts and beliefs you had going into achieving that, especially what were the thoughts and beliefs that you had about yourself? So what mindset or what perspective did you have in order to implement what you needed to implement to achieve that success, whatever it was? And then asking yourself, Now, how can I apply a similar way of thinking and similar beliefs about myself to my health and wellness goals? So likely to achieve whatever success or accomplishment that you have in your mind that you've achieved in the past, you probably had a belief that you had the capacity to execute whatever behaviors were necessary to get that desired outcome. So the first belief you probably had in some form was, I can do it, or I am capable. And because you believed you could achieve it, that's exactly what you did. You achieved it, and you're still achieving it probably, whatever it is. Now here is something super important to know in order to create something new that you've never had before. You cannot go to your past to find your belief in yourself for this new thing, okay? So imagine whatever a health or wellness or eating or weight loss goal you have maybe that you've never had before or never have been able to maintain and sustain. So your past might say, Well, basically, first, you can't go to that past because from that past, it's saying to you, well, I've never done it or I can never sustain it or I can never achieve it and keep it. And also, if you've um, had something before and achieved it and then failed at it, such as weight loss, you've maybe created a belief about how you can't or how hard it is or that you're not good at it or not good at maintaining it, whatever that belief might be that you have based on past evidence that you've created. So getting back to what I was saying, you can't go to that past to create something new. 
that you've never had. Okay. And this is where people really start to um, cause problems for themselves when they're wanting to achieve something new. They default to their past and they look to their past for evidence, but you can't do that. You have to look to the version of you. This she, Right now, she's just in your mind. She's a perceived version of you in your mind. You have to go to her to determine what you need to believe and what you need to think and do to become her. So the reason I brought up an area in your life where you've had a past success or accomplishment is just for the very reason of to tap into what was the thinking you had around that. Because you had a certain way of thinking and believing about yourself and a believing about that thing that has allowed you to easily create it in your life, okay? So these are the ways of thinking and believing that you need to adopt around health, wellness, weight loss, eating, whatever your goal is, so that you can be successful at that as well, okay? So thoughts that you get by referencing past attempts such as with weight loss or healthy eating attempts that you see yourself as failing at in the past, those reference experiences are never going to allow you to create what you want, okay, if you keep defaulting to them. So no matter how big your desire is to, let's say, lose weight or get healthier or eat differently, if you have opposing thoughts based on your past, by referencing past evidence that you can never do it or that you're not good at it or that you always fail, you have to just let go of these old thoughts. You have to stop referencing your past because these thoughts based on your past will continue to keep you from achieving it, okay? So this means to create something new, you always have to really choose and deliberately decide to let go of the past and to instead choose and deliberately decide to reference a different part of you, okay? To not reference your past to tell you where you can go or what you can achieve. Instead, you have to reference this version of you that right now is just an imagined version of you, but that is who you need to reference the version of you that has already achieved it, this in your imagination place. You have to go to her for your guidance. You have to go to her for how to think and believe, okay? Because consider the things that you're just naturally good at in your life, or like I was talking about earlier, something from the past year that you achieved successfully, the thoughts that you have about those things are not, well, I can never do it, I'm not good at it, I I always fail. The thoughts and beliefs that you have about the things that you're naturally good at and naturally successful at, or that you've achieved with relative ease, are thoughts like, I can do it, I'm good at it, I'm successful at it, I'm capable, those types of thoughts, right? So think about a version of yourself in your mind. Doesn't matter if you've never been her, but she's there. She's available for you in your mind. 
Imagine this version of yourself who has lost weight and is easily keeping it off or the version of you who is showing up really good for herself, eating the way she wants to be eating, taking really good care of herself in a natural and habitual sort of way, whatever it might be. Imagine what she thinks about herself, what she believes about her abilities, and think about what she values in her life, what she values about herself, and also think about the actions that she's committed to daily. Like how is she daily showing up for herself, not only in how she thinks, but also in what she does. And she is you. She's just a different version of you in your mind right now, but she's you. But she also thinks differently than this current version of you. She thinks differently about herself. She thinks differently about her health and her wellness than you currently do. Because if you currently were embodying her way of thinking, you would see her on the outside, like in your physical reality, like in your life. So even though right now she's just an imagined, you know, thought up version of you, she's available to you. So allow yourself to get to know her. That is the first step, okay, to creating your most nourishing year. It is to get to know who your most nourished self is, what she believes about herself, what she believes about food, what she believes about her body, and then what does she repeatedly do in her life that supports those thoughts and beliefs that she has about herself and about food and about her body. So if your health, well-being, eating, or weight loss has been a challenge for you in the past, begin to practice the beliefs such as, I can have this and I'm becoming good at it. I'm becoming better. I am becoming this. Don't go to your past to tell you what you can have or who you can become unless it's an old version of yourself that you really like being. Uh, you know, For example, with my fitness goal that I mentioned earlier, I will reference my past self for certain things that I really loved and appreciated about her which I know will help me get back to a level of fitness that I enjoyed as that version of myself. But don't reference a past version of yourself if it's not someone you want to be. Don't reference a past version of yourself to tell you what you can achieve now if who you desire to become is a version of yourself that is new to you, that you've never been. Instead, you have to go um, and begin to practice holding a new belief system about yourself and about your abilities to create this new way for yourself simply just by deciding what to believe, not looking for evidence in your outside world or from your past for what you're capable of believing. No, you decide what you need to believe. And you just have to decide to choose beliefs that work for you, that serve you, that actually fuel you and allow you to have and receive what you want. And then you begin to practice looking for and creating evidence that bolsters and supports those new beliefs. So like if you've always failed with weight loss in the past or, you know, always fall off the wagon with your eating 
that you never can fall off of a wagon, but you know, I know that's a common phrase that people use. Like you, you can never get off track if you're committed. This is what I always tell people. Like there's no such thing as falling off track if you're committed. Yeah, you might slip and you might fall, but you just get up, back up and you keep walking forward towards your goal. You can't literally like fall off or fail, but I digress. That's another topic for another time. But you have to just decide what beliefs you need. Not belie- not the beliefs and thoughts that might feel most natural to you right now, such as, oh, it's so hard and I never can do it and whatever the thoughts might be. You have to deliberately choose the thoughts that you need and the beliefs that you need, such as that you can, that you will, that you're capable, that you're good at it, whatever it is for you. So... I want to use an example to kind of make it tangible. So let's say someone has a challenge with cookies. And every time she's around these certain cookies, she ends up eating the whole package. That is her past self that she's been. And this challenge with cookies is a lot of the past evidence that she has that supports her belief that she cannot eat healthfully and maintain it and that she cannot maintain her weight easily. That's her evidence from the past that bolsters those ways of thinking, okay? Now, the version of herself that she desires to be has lost 20 pounds and is easily keeping it off without dieting, without like crazy restricting and stupid food plans that she doesn't love and all that kind of stuff. She's easily keeping it off in a natural way that feels good to her, to her natural body way of being and she no longer has these strong urges for cookies that's the other thing she is able to eat a cookie now and then if she really wants it but there's no binging habit on cookies and she only eats cookies she really loves and when she does eat them she mindfully savors them and really enjoys them when she chooses to eat them so that's who she wants to be and so since she knows who she desires to be, she's now going to start to practice being this new version of herself. And practice being is the key phrase. She's not going to expect herself to be completely different and to be perfect around the cookies and to never binge again. She's not expecting herself to have zero urges for cookies. She's meeting herself where she's at right now, but she's going to practice being this new version of herself as well. She's not going to forbid cookies from the house because the the version of herself who she wants to be enjoys cookies. And so it would be kind of pointless to forbid cookies from the house. Also, her family enjoys cookies and, you know, she doesn't want to ban cookies from the house when her family enjoys them. And, she also wants to be able to eat a cookie on occasion and enjoy it. And she doesn't, she's choosing to not completely give them up. She could make the choice that I'm never going to eat a cookie again. And that's fine. She could choose that if that's truly what she wants. But in her situation, who she wants to be, she's a woman who has a cookie every now and then and she enjoys it. She just doesn't want to binge on them anymore. And she, she wants to stop sabotaging her her weight and her health and well-being with this cookie habit. So to begin, 
she starts with her thinking. She begins to think like this other version of herself, and she starts telling herself one thought that she chooses, and it is, I'm capable of eating just one. I'm capable of having cookies in the house and forgetting about them. Cookies are no big deal. I can take them or leave them. If I want a cookie, I can have one and really savor it. I'm not bad for eating a cookie when I want one because in the past she had just like had all this self-judgment and negative self-talk anytime she would eat the cookies. She'd say all these bad things to herself, but she's decided, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to judge myself for having a cookie. I want to be able to be a woman who can have a cookie and just have it be no big deal. So I'm not going to judge myself about it anymore. I can have a cookie and still easily manage my weight. So all those things I just said, those are the types of thoughts that she's starting to practice. And these are the types of thoughts that she's going to nourish her mind with around eating cookies. So the new thoughts come first and then the behaviors follow. So as she's practicing these new thoughts about herself and about cookies, she will also be practiced eating cookies as who she desires to be. So she will practice mindfully savoring them. She will practice allowing her urges to keep eating more cookies to pass She will practice being with those urges and not reacting to them, but just like any feeling, when you just allow it to be there and to pass through you, it will. So that's what she's doing as her behavior practices in addition to her thought practices, mindfully savoring and allowing those urges to pass. And, you know, she will fail. It's part of the process. And that is okay because as long as she keeps practicing, it will get easier and easier to say no to having the whole package and to say no to overeating them. And it will get easier and easier to have just one. And the only way she could ever actually fail is if she gives up on herself or allows a binge to cause her to give up on her practice. Like I mentioned before, you know, that there's that phrase like, oh, I fall off the wagon. I always get off track. I fail. You can't actually do that. Like the only way that happens is if you give up on yourself. But why would you ever give up on yourself if it's something that you truly want for yourself? Okay. So learning how to eat differently is exactly like learning anything else. You practice the skill you want to acquire. This is how I got over my binge eating and my eating disorder days. It was one baby step at a time. And it was a practice. So for this woman, she is practicing eating one cookie. And by doing that, she's teaching her brain how to not binge on cookies. But as she's practicing, she may have a binge and that's okay. I had many binges as I was practicing getting out of my bulimia. So just like when she learned how to ride a bike or just like when you learned how to drive a car or whatever it might be, you know, it wasn't perfect. Or I love the example of ice skating because ice skating is such a skill and it's not easy to learn. You fall a lot as you're learning to ice skate. Um, However, if you're willing to get back up and keep practicing, you're going to master it. There's no other option Practice, as they say, makes perfect. So 
To create your healthiest, most nourishing year, this is what I want you to do. Number one, first decide who you want to be around food and in your health and wellness long term. Who is that version of you? What does she think and believe and what are her behaviors? And once you're clear on who that version of you is, number two is choose one thought to start practicing. And then number three, choose one baby step action to start practicing that goes along with that thought. So in our example, just to make this really tangible and applicable to you so that you can model this for yourself. So in our example, this woman chose to practice the thought, I can enjoy one cookie and be done. And then the action she chose to practice was to put a cookie on a nice plate, to sit down in a chair at a table with that cookie and savor that cookie whenever she wanted a cookie. So she didn't make any rules about like not being able to have them. She got rid of all her fear about being able to, you know, eat cookies and lose weight. She just decided I can have a cookie and still reach my weight goal. And I can live the rest of my life enjoying a cookie and be able to maintain my weight. She just decided that. And so therefore she was able to create that for herself. But it started with one little thought and one little cookie. She chose to practice those first little baby steps. So come up with one thing that you're going to practice thinking and doing. And think it and do it over and over until you master that one thought and one action that goes with that thought. Because the trick is to build momentum is to do one little thing over and over until it's mastered. And as you build that momentum by ma- like practicing that mastery, you also build more and more belief in yourself. And create more evidence that you are capable, that you are good at it, that you are successful. Then once this one thing that you choose feels super easy and natural to you. So remember, it's a thought and an action. It's not just an action. I want you to choose a thought that supports that action. Just like in the example, the woman chose the thought, I can have one cookie and be done. That is what she wanted to think about herself. And that is the thought that she practiced along with the behavior, okay? So don't forget the thought is super important because every behavior pattern that we have, it's all predicated by a belief. A belief about it always comes first. So you can't just practice the behaviors. If you really want real and lasting change, you also have to practice the mind stuff, the nourishing of the mind with the new way of thinking, okay? So do this for yourself. And then once one thing feels super easy and natural to you, add another level of self-care. Choose another thought that goes with another action to level up your self-care practice, your wellness practice. And as you master these little baby steps and become good at one little thing at a time, you will become a completely new person the way that you want to be, like the version of yourself that you're envisioning in your mind right now. You absolutely will become her. One little baby step that you master at a time, a thought with an action, a thought with an action.
So this year, don't try to be a completely different person with food or with your exercise all at once. Master one little thought and one little action at a time. And as you build that momentum, just keep layering on another one and then another one. Because in a year, these little layered on changes will create massive results for you. So this is how we embody a new version of ourselves. Embodiment is about making something feel second nature to us and it's just who we are. It feels natural. And so practice embodying one new thought and one new action until they feel second nature to you. And then, like I said, layer on another one and allow that mastery of the first one to motivate you to go on to another and then another That is the recipe for real and lasting change so that you can look back at the end of 2023 and think, yes, I did indeed create my most nourishing year. That's all I have for you today. Thank you for being here with me. Much love. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being? more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If so, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss, where you can learn step-by-step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB to learn more.